Jordan Wood back on the hill. We go to the fourth inning. Edward House will lead it off. He flew out to deep center field his last time up. Cougars lead 7-2 as we go to the fourth. And the first pitch from Jordan is over for call, strike one. House, Chavin, and Murphy do up in the inning for the Gales of St. Mary. They finally didn't swing on the first pitch, Brent. <laughs> Might be the first time. There's a 0-1 pitch. Good slider drops in over the outside corner, 0-2. Jordan uh, did retire them in order in the last inning, but uh, but Novus hit one that would have been off the wall if it hadn't been for a great play by Jaron Hollers. A fastball up high for a ball. Yeah, you can see the clouds starting to move in. I think the rain was supposed to forecast, what, about it 9 between, o'clock? Between eight, like between 8 and 9 it could hit, so we're there, getting there within an hour or so. See it building behind us. 1-2 pitch, ball hit up the middle. There goes Hall, Cougar's second baseman, and uh, he's played good out there. He's had a couple of three chances, and uh, Hall has made all plays. Yeah, he hasn't had a ton of action. I think he's only had maybe two to three chances all year in his short playing time, you know, in the last couple of weeks, and did a good job today. One man out. Chavin steps in, senior out of San Ramon. 297 hitter, a home run, 14 RBIs. He flew out to center field his first time up. Nice slow curveball there, 77 from uh, Wood over the outside corner for a strike. Yeah, Wood seems to be settling down a little bit here in the last couple of innings. Here's the 0-1 from Jordan. Ball fouled over in near the Cougar dugout. 0-2 the count. really wish I would have heard that conversation of why that catcher got pulled. You never see that. No, Unless I, there's uh, an injury. Rarely yeah, no, you ever he, see that. He got up. The catcher got up, ran into the dugout. The other guy was fully dressed, yep, and he right came there. right right. They, they yeah. ran right past each other. Here's the 0-2. Strike three called on the outside corner. Second strikeout by Wood in the ballgame. Two men down, and Jack Murphy. The pitcher that was warming up was Ryan Doherty for St. Mary's. He's now sat back down, so I guess we'll see uh, Milam back out there. Yeah, they're hoping He's already to, thrown 60-plus pitches. Yeah, you might as well stay with him. They're hoping to get another or two to help their bullpen for the weekend. First pitch just off the plate to Jack Murphy for ball one. Wind still just slightly blowing out toward uh, center field. Ball fouled at the plate. And the count goes, evens up at a ball and a strike. Cougars five in the first, two in the second. And uh, we talk uh, a little about that top-loaded schedule. That pitches up high as far as home because of the Gonzaga series being moved here. And, uh, boy, you just want to – you especially want to take care of business at home because, yeah. you, as Coach Littlewood said, you hate to have to go out and play your last three series on the road and have to win every series to, to qualify. Swing and a miss, two and two. Yeah, we're just going to pretend that that Gonzaga series was actually played yeah. in Spokane and, and they took care of business two of three like they're supposed to on the road. Maybe Jordan <laughs> can arrange that, just yeah. put that so on put all that the – put that as a way, not, yeah. not home. Those were away games, and next year that'll we got it back here. That'll definitely right? change RPI, too. So, <laughs> Two balls, two strikes. 
Pitch is just a little bit inside for ball three. This Cougar pitching staff has been so good this year. They are a 24th team in the nation in earned run average, 3.12. After 23 games, that is remarkable, especially playing at elevation like this. Ball fouled down the third base side. Well, like you said, playing at elevation, everyone calls this the hitter's ballpark. And, I mean, look at the, the, the team ERA that we've had at this ballpark. It's been really, really good. Well, you beat Portland by a score of 24-3, to and I would consider them an excellent offensive team. Yeah. Just shows you what this uh, team has done. Ball fouled off again. In 18 of the 23 games the Cougars have played, the Cougars have pitching staff as a whole have led uh, have only allowed four runs or less. Yeah, and, and really, if you can do that, you have a chance to win every single game, and that's what we've had this year. Every game we've played, we've had a chance to win. 3-2 again. Here's the pitch. Ball fouled off again. You know, the Oregon game was a great example of that. Cougars offensively didn't – they seem to be pressing. Not a great approach early, swinging at bad pitches. and But they – pitching kept them in the game, yep. kept me in the game. And then by, at the end, they're only down by one or two runs. And and uh, then the hitters come through. Yeah, it was, it was a big-time win. And you're right, just exactly what you said. 3-2 pitch fouled off again. So, uh, look, looking at stats, it's – the pitching staff has a 2.8 earned run average at home this year. That's that's even more impressive if yes. you think about that. I'd like to see if there was ever been a time that that's happened in uh, school history. We'll ask Jordan to see if he can look that up. Two, two pitches, a strike three called on the outside corner, and Wood retires him in order with two strikeouts. We're through three and a half now. 7-2 Cougars over the Gales on your new skin BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Brian Call steps in. First pitch out or over for a strike. 0-1 the count to Call. He is 0-1 today. Walked and scored in the first. Grounded out in the second inning. And here's the 0-1 pitch to uh, Call. And that's a little bit outside. For a ball, one ball, and one strike. Call 5'8", 168 out of Mission Viejo. Modern day high school where his dad was his coach. There's a ground ball foul down the first base side. A ball and two strikes now to call. Call Hale and Clough do up here in the Bottom of the fourth. Call fouls that one off and out of play. And again, uh, with this uh, rain coming in, the fans who don't know, this is an all-turf field. There's not a bit of dirt, so you can play through a lot of water. Field uh, swing and a miss. It really does drain well. Milan's fifth strikeout of the ball game. It drains unbelievably well. I can't believe how well this thing drains. So as long as the rain doesn't get too heavy, you can play through most of anything. A couple of times this year had a little too much heavy of a a snowstorm. They've had to come off the field, but uh, I don't think we've got any snow possibilities here tonight. 
Hill with an 0-1 count. And Jackson Clough on deck. Cougars five in the first, two in the second. After falling behind two to nothing after a half an inning. And here is Milam's pitch. That ball fouled down the third baseline. You know, Hale tried to put the bunt down on that first one with that uh, third baseman, what, a good 20 feet behind the yeah. bag. You bunt it bent down the third baseline, and it's a and it's an a, easy hit. He's a good bunter, too. We never have to ask him to bunt because we don't want him to bunt in situations. <laughs> but Here's he can... the 0-2. I was going to say, why would you ever want him to bunt? There are probably a couple of situations, but, uh, boy, not very often. The coaching staff, we always laugh. It's like, are you kidding me? He's the best bunter on the team, and it's awful because we never want him to bunt. <laughs> Here's Milam's 1-2 pitch. Popped up. Center fielder going back. It's it's up in the uh, air, and this ball is wow. out of here. Brock Hale hits one out. And uh, Hale, his sixth home run, his second of the night. And the Cougars lead 8-2, to two, and I thought when that ball was hit, that was going to be about medium in uh, center field, and uh, the wind just helped carry that ball out of the, out of here. Yeah, no, he just got enough of it, and I kept seeing the center fielder go, 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 and I'm like, he's got a chance, and man, gets out of here. Second home run of the game. Good swing, Brock Hill. 8-2. Cougars lead, and uh, Jackson Clough comes up, and the first pitch to Jackson is over for a strike. That's the 76th pitch by Milam. Pitch to Clough is uh, down low, one and one. So St. Mary's is in the dugout saying, hey, will you just let him bunt? Just give him that single. Give him that bunt. It's it's funny. We were sitting there talking about him bunting, and he goes deep again. Yeah, my goodness. Rock Hales had uh, two home runs in one other game during his career. There's a one hopper right back to Milam. He'll throw to first for the out. And so, that's why Brock Hill doesn't bunt. <laughs> two men out. Uh, his uh, only other time with two home runs in a game was against uh, at Gonzaga in 2017. That'll bring Deming to the plate. Uh, Austin has struck out and walked. Austin Deming uh, wearing number 25, the freshman. Also a reliever for the Cougars, as is McIntyre. And the first pitch from Milam is outside for a ball. Bottom of the fourth, Cougars lead 8-2 over St. Mary's. Breaking pitch, catches the inside corner for a strike. You know, you can see why Milam has been so good in his career. He's got four pitches. Four pitches he can throw for a strike, and they're plus pitches. He's just been getting himself in trouble by leaving balls elevated. Pitches outside tomorrow. Easton Walker for the Cougars will get the start. Dynamic in his last, uh, his first start of the year, which was last week. And he will go against uh, Ken Waldachuk, who is really a top pitcher, a left-hander. And he's all you need out there. Very good pitcher. Pitches uh, over for a strike. Two balls, two strikes. A count to Deming. Yeah, Waldacek is so good. Lefty up to 94. Good slider. Strikes out almost 1.2 batters an inning. 2-2 pitch to Deming. 
Ball foul. No, grounded right in front of the plate. Catcher Santini out makes the play for the out. And the Cougars are retired in the inning. One run, one hit. No errors, nobody left. We're through four. 8-2 BYU leading St. Mary's on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. The new catcher for St. Mary's steps in, J.C. Santini, and he swings and misses for a strike. So Santini came in a couple innings ago. He's hitting 109 on the year, 46 at-bats. Five hits. Five hits, and four of those hits have been doubles. So a ball and a strike to Santini here in the top of the fifth. Pitch from Jordan Wood, grounded foul. A ball and two strikes to Santini. Wood's given up two runs on three hits. Both of those runs came back in the first inning. And Wood rocks and fires, pitches up high, two and two. BYU 18 and 5 on the year coming into tonight's ball game. That ball hit pretty well. Center fielder Hall coming in, makes the catch. Had a hard time picking that one up and then came in and made the catch in center for out number one. Yeah, good play there. It looked like he almost didn't see it the way that he kind of caught that door towards the end, but uh, good thing he was able to, at the last second, figure it out and catch it. Ball was hit hard by Santini. Well, look at the wind now. It's really picked up. It's blowing directly out to center and left. Hitter's ballpark right now. Swing and a miss by Connor Thane, who struck out his first time up. Yeah, that cold front moving in and wind blowing directly from the uh, north. The 0-1 pitch, ball fouled out of play down the right field line and bounces into the bullpen for St. Mary's. Thane, a senior out of San Carlos, California, 221 hitter coming into the game. And there's a pitch hit right at it, Clough. Clough, the shortstop's got it. And he throws the first for the out. Two men out here in the fifth, and top of the order, Joe Vranish steps in. He is uh, grounded out and then hit a line drive that was caught by uh, Jaron Hall against the wall in center. Almost lost another center fielder on that play. See if we can get any kind of updates on... uh, Jelilich, who went down crashing into the wall out there in the first inning, and that saved uh, the Cougars one run, that catch. As a runner first, I think, would have scored easily with two men out. Here's the 1-0. Ball hit pretty well. Right field. Back goes Brock Hill looking up, and this ball is out of here. Again, you get that ball up in the air, and Vranish with his fifth home run of the year. Yeah, good swing right there. That wind is swirling a little bit to right center, a little bit to left center, a little bit to center, and 
once he got that up, you knew that was out of here. Rannish homers, 8-3 the score. And Kevin Milam, the pitcher, steps in. Uh, Milam is singled and popped up in the game. I don't think it matters where you hit it in the ballpark. If you get it up in the air, you're going to get a little boost. First pitch over for a call strike. It's really howling now. Hasn't been this strong all game. Swing and a miss. 0-2. Yeah, you look at the trees now on the left. Wow. Now we've got a piece of paper that uh, just blew right past the umpire out there. In left center field. Here's the 0-2 to Milam. Ball fouled down the third base side. Well, I bet you temperatures dropped 12, 15 degrees since the start of the game. Yeah, and that's what it said. It said it was going to drop a ton once that storm hit, and there's going to be anywhere from 12 to 17 mile an hour winds. We've we've got at least that right now. Yeah. Here's the 0-2. That's outside. One ball and two strikes. For Wood, that's uh, pitch number 68 on the evening. Now, timeout called as uh, Milam taking his time now. He's back in there and set. Here's the 1 2. Curveball, he swings and strikes him out. One run, one hit, no errors, nobody left. We're through four and a half. A3 Cougars over the Gales on your new skin BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Cougars will come up here in the bottom of the fifth, leading 8-3. Mitch McIntyre steps in. First pitch is down low, ball one from uh, Kevin Milam, who's gone the distance here. That is his 84th pitch. He's given up uh, eight runs on eight hits to the Cougars. And McIntyre again, swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. And, boy, as a hitter right now, you're thinking, man, if I could just lift something, get it up in the air. This is where you want to hit a pop fly. (laughs) Especially Howland to right right now, real good. One pitch, that ball is grounded just foul off the first base side. And the count to... One and two to McIntyre. He'll be followed by Kringlin and then Noah Hill. McIntyre uh, homered in the first, a two-run shot, struck out looking in the third. McIntyre fouls the pitch off. Yeah, the last couple of games, McIntyre has had a couple of... Showing some pop. Uh, some pop, but more importantly, he's had a couple of really crazy strikeouts where they've been borderline pitches that just haven't gone his way. Kind of feel for him. Here's the one-two. That's outside. My catcher looked like he blocked that with his arm almost. That was weird. Yeah. I don't know if the wind was playing with that or not. I don't even think it hit his glove. Wind play all sorts of havoc for you out there, throwing the ball, catching the ball. 
Pitch is outside for ball three. 83 on the fastball there. Three and two. The uh, Gales with the left-hander up. I think that's uh, Doherty. Again, the four, uh, number 44, the left-hander. That ball's fouled off again by McIntyre. BYU with four big wins uh, last week, and they started off the week well here with a win against Oregon before starting this series. There's a line drive base hit by McIntyre, and this kid's swinging a hot bat. Two for three today. Yeah, good swing right there. Got the changeup that stayed about belt high, stayed on and hit it right back up the middle. Good at bat right there by McIntyre to lead the inning off. Kringlin steps in now for the Cougars with uh, McIntyre at first base. And nobody out here in the bottom of the fifth. Keaton is swinging a miss. Looks like a pitch up a little bit. Keaton went after it. He wanted to hit that fastball elevated to right in the air to get himself his first home run of the year. does look like the wind has turned a little bit and is now favoring right field, coming directly out of the north. That's a cold wind. Pitch. Uh, Kringlin takes a fastball in the outside corner. 0-2 the count. And again, right here, uh, as you mentioned, Milam down big, but, boy, you've got to eat up some innings and to save your staff. And he's done a really good job. He's gone at least try, hopefully getting through five here. Here's Milam's 0-2. That's outside. Quick throw. Ooh, good play. first base. Uh, ball bounced out there. And good play by Chavin, the first baseman, to save Santini a possible error. Boy, if that ball had gotten past Chavin, that thing might have made it to the corner. Most of the fans hanging in here, even though we've had a severe temperature drop. One, two pitches outside. Boy, it just seems like every Thursday the last two yeah. or three weeks, it's the, the it's weather crazy. has turned. It's crazy. I mean, we had the most beautiful day Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. 60, 65 degrees, no wind, beautiful. And then it was beautiful all day today, and then about 5 o'clock hit, and things started to change a little bit. When we started this game, I don't think there was a cloud anywhere near in the sky as Kringlin goes down on strikes. Foul tips it back into the catcher's glove. One man out. And Noah Hill, who's walked and singled, will come up. England swinging the pitch out of the zone. Down below his knees. For the first out. And that'll bring uh, Noah to the plate. Oh, an RBI single his last time. And there's a single into left field. As Noah will he will hold at first base. That's the a long good job. single. Well, it was a good job. Good job by Noah to turn around and get back. Runners at the corners, one man down. Jaron Hall coming up. Noah, his second hit of the game. McIntyre, good wheels, able to. Make his way all the way to third base. And I think that's going to be it for Milam. I think they're coming out and talking about 
the pitcher in the DH role here. Yeah, he just let him know that Milam's going to slide back into the DH. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, back here in uh, Provo. We are in the bottom of the fifth. Cougars leading by a score of 8-3. to three. They have runners at the corners, one man out. New pitcher for the Dons, 44, Ryan Doherty, is brought into the ball game. Doherty uh, uh, has only pitched in one game. Did not even, well, he might might have walked somebody, but he hasn't uh, zeros across the board. So Doherty will get an opportunity here. And what an opportunity for a kid to come in. you got 25 mile in there, winds blowing straight yeah. out. The one thing he does got going for him is facing Jaron Hall, who doesn't have a ton of at-bats this year. Just if you're Jaron, you're just saying, hey, just hit a ball in the air right here and at least get a sack fly, and who knows what else could happen. Jaron struck out looking his last time up and also bunted back to the pitcher his first time up, and there's a base hit into left field. Hall jumped all over it. Cougars score their ninth run as Jaron Hall singles sharply to left. Three hits in the inning by BYU, and they will have runners at first and second base with still one man down top of the order. Brian Sue coming to the plate. That's a good answer for the Cougs. You give up the solo shot in the top. You, you answer with another run. You still got your top of the lineup up now to hopefully add a crooked number here. Oh, Terry, Jaron Hall just very aggressive. Saw one pitch, and he hammered that ball to left. One man out, and Sue steps in. Sue doubled in the first, struck out in the second, and the third. Brian, the leadoff hitter, first baseman for BYU, will step in. And here is Doherty's pitch, and that ball's looped into right field. Right fielder going over. He's not going to get there. That's going to drop. He'll hold the runner at third base. As Hill had to wait, make sure that ball wasn't going to be caught. Boy, with that wind, you never know. It wasn't the best read by Noah because with one out there, you're not in a real tag situation. So you actually need to get off a little bit more than he did. That way, if it does drop, you can score. But he kind of froze and went back to the bag to tag. With him playing so deep, it clearly was going to going to drop in front. But it's better to be safe than sorry. So you'll take it because now your base is loaded with one out. Blaze is loaded with uh, Brian Call. Doherty's come in, faced two batters, giving up two singles. And the lefty now pitching to Brian Call, and that pitch almost got away from the catcher for ball one. Doherty, number 44, a six-foot, 175-pound freshman out of Capistrano High School in Mission Viejo. He's got him listed as a left-handed pitcher utility player. Cougars nine. And St. Mary's three. And that pitch is hit up the middle, and that is going to be gloved by the second baseman on to second for one to first for the double play. Great play by Edward House. I thought that ball was going to get through for a base hit and score two. Good play by House. Four, six, three, double play. Cougars lead 9-3 as we're through five innings on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. 
We go to the sixth. Cougars up 9-3. Boy, they had a chance to break that one open, but House made the great play at second base to turn the double play. And I thought Call was uh, destined for a couple of RBIs right there, and I think he was too a little bit, maybe a little slow getting out of the box, uh, Tuck. Yeah, and he's not the fastest kid, but he ran hard. Replay showed that it looked like he had beat it out, but the umpire called him out, and they got out of that jam. Bryce Willits now steps in against uh, Jordan Wood. Willits, Novus, and House do up here in the top of the sixth inning. Willits is uh, tripled and uh, grounded out in the ball game, and he fouls that pitch off for a strike. 0 oh, to the count, Jordan Wood. Has now thrown 72 pitches as we uh, enter the sixth. He's given up three runs on four hits. Cougars nine runs on 12 hits. Breaking pitch just misses outside to Willits. Again, this is the only activity tonight in the conference. Everybody else starts tomorrow night. Here's the 1-2. Big high hopper. And that ball's going to be played by Sue, who throws the first base, and that's just an infield singer yeah, for infield Willis. Single, nothing you can do right there. Once it went that high, you just knew. Good location. Conference right now, uh, St. Mary's leading it th- uh, with a 3-0 mark. They uh, took last week off, went non-conference. Uh, LMU 5-1, and BYU 4-2 and at Pepperdine 4-2. and San Diego, San Francisco, and Gonzaga, all three wins, three losses. Portland 1-5, one one Pacific 1-5, and five, and Santa Clara 0-3, and this is going to be a dogfight for those top four yes, bursts. Yes, it is. A lot of good teams in the conference this year. And the pitch is uh, one hopper out to call. Knocks it down. His only play is going to be to first base. Oh, they call him man. safe. Wow. Have to see that replay. I think he might have beat that with the with the the light throw. So he'll give an air on four on call on that one. So runners at first and second base now. A little one hopper out to call. Yeah, he beat it out. Yeah, he did beat it out. Looked exactly the same as he just called the out on call before. An infield single and an air. And uh, St. Mary's with runners at first and second base. And this is how you let a team back in the the game. That was a double play ball. If you just filled it and throw it a second, it's a double play ball. And now here they are. Two runners on, no outs. Eddie House steps in. He's 0 for 2. And that ball gets away from uh, the pit catcher, Noah Hill. House squared the bunt. Pitch was uh, way high, and uh, Noah Hill unable to come up with it. So runners now in scoring position with nobody out. And House, a good hitter, will step back in. I'm not sure if Noah got crossed up or what happened there, but it looked like a pitch he should have handled. Wood with the 1-0 pitch. That's down low, ball two. Jordan Wood after uh, a little frustrating out there, the infield single in the air. And then the pass ball, and you, before you know it, you've got two guys in scoring position. Wind has uh, settled down a little bit here in Provo, but still blowing out toward right field. 2-0 pitches way outside for ball three. (laughs) 
Three balls, no strikes to House, the senior. Chavin is on deck for the Gales. And here is Woods' 3-0 pitch. And that is over for a strike. Get back on the count here and just looking for an out. Looking for an out here. You'll give up a run. You have a six-run lead. Still a lot of baseball left, but you don't want this to turn into a big, big inning. Want to minimize this. House, 5'10", 190. Second baseman made that good play to end the inning off of call. 3-1 pitch. That ball's fouled up into the seats here. Yeah, that play he made up the middle saved two runs yep. at least. And he had Brock Hill on deck. Yeah, that was a huge defensive play by House. Count full three and two as Wood tries to battle back from being behind in the count. And the pitch is grounded foul down the third baseline. Yeah, it'd be really big here to get a strikeout. Game two tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. House doesn't strike out a ton, though. He's only got six strikeouts on the year. Wood again looking in at uh, Noah Hill's got the sign. And here's the pitch. Fly ball. Left field McIntyre coming in a couple of steps. He's going to get there, make the catch. Runner going to try to score, and he will score from third base. So House with the sacrifice fly. Yeah, good execution right there. Scores a run. Ball left the bat. You just never know the way that wind's blowing. McIntyre really battling it. Had to come up well over into the alley in left center to make the play. Yeah, and that wind. Took his ball, just sailed towards the first baseline. I was going to say, I thought it might have been a little closer play at the plate, but uh, you're right, that ball. That one coming out of the north really took his ball up the line. One man out, and Chavin steps in. He's 0 for 2, a fly out, and a strikeout. Good job by Wood to battle back after being behind 3-0 and getting that first out. Pitch is down low for ball one. No precip yet, but looks like it could start at any time. Yeah, it's coming. It's just when. One ball, no strikes. Here's uh, Woods. Pitch to Chavine. That's a curveball that uh, got him on the shoulder, hitting. So, again, two runners on base here for the Gales and the left-handed hitting Jack Murphy will step in. He is grounded out and struck out. Michael Bradshaw, the pitching coach for the Cougars, out to have a little talk with uh, Jordan Wood. And Wood uh, hasn't been as sharp as we've seen him. In past starts, tough conditions out here tonight, uh, but with a big lead, boy, you got to throw strikes. And yeah, he's really battling, and, and he threw strikes this inning. You know, he hit that batter there, but you know, he had the, the freak infield single on the high hopper. Then he had the big air, 
that would have kind of got you out of the inning. It looks like we're going to have a defensive substitution. looks like Zach Peterson is going to come in for call at second base. So Peterson in. Call coming out with one man out. And Jack Murphy, the hitter, the number seven hitter in the lineup. Boy, up five runs in these kind of conditions. Uh, that's not much of a lead. No, it really isn't. It could turn around in a hurry. Yeah, you put a ball in the air here, and all of a sudden it's a two-run game. Got Reed McIntyre out in the bullpen throwing. McIntyre beginning to throw. Here's Wood. Looks back at second, and the first pitch is just off the plate for ball one. Murphy grounded to second base in the second inning. Struck out looking in the fourth. As he steps in here in the sixth, that's 85 pitches for Jordan Wood. And here's Wood's 1-0 pitch. That's a swing and a miss. Fastball at 91. Yeah, looking for just a ground ball right here. It gives your defense a chance to, to get your double play to get out of this inning. St. Mary's beat Cal State Santa Barbara on Tuesday in non-conference action. Santa Barbara's been kind of in and out of the rankings the entire year. Here's the 1-1 pitch, and that is down low, ball two. Cougars, of course, on Tuesday night beat the University of Oregon Ducks here in Provo. Uh, Ducks had the number 12 RPI and uh, had the toughest schedule in collegiate baseball up to that point. So a good win for BYU on Tuesday. And here is Woods' 2-1 pitch. There's a ball grounded, just fouled down the first baseline. Boy, just wide of the bag. Sue got over there made the play. Count now two and two. Yeah, threw him a change up there and just rolled over down the first baseline. Almost fair. Cooper's playing pretty deep in the outfield with that wind blowing out, especially Hall in center. As Jordan Wood, 2-2 count. It is set, and here is the pitch. Ball fouled down the left field line, out of play. When your ball hit in the air, you, you can't give up on yeah. it. I thought that ball might come back a little bit. Next game tomorrow night, 6 o'clock here for the Cougars and the Gales. Easton Walker getting the start for the Cougars, his second start of the year. He was great against uh, Portland last uh, Friday night here in Provo. 2-2 pitch. Little looper, base hit into left field. The Gales are going to have the bases loaded. And the number nine or the number eight hitter, J.C. Santini, will step in. Yeah, good pitch by Wood, up and in fastball. But good, good, good hands by Murphy, staying inside out and just flaring into left for a single. Kind of a tough luck inning for Wood. Yeah. A big high hop infield single in the air got things started. 
Now this is where you're really looking for that double play ball right here. Santini's been up once. He flew out sharply to center field. Only hitting 146 on the year as he steps in. He's been kind of the everyday catcher for the Gales. Didn't get the start tonight. Was brought in mid-inning early in the ball game. Hmm. And there is a curveball up high, ball one. And now as we've heard the uh, Santa Clara or the uh, St. Mary's dugouts come alive. Want to know the count? Wood, rocks, and fires. That ball's fouled straight back. One wow. ball and one strike. Santini was trying to hit a grand slam right there. That was a hack. Could hear the foul ball on the crowd, Mike. Santini, 47 at bats we'd mentioned. Uh, five hits. Four of those extra bases. Does have a couple of RBIs. And here is Woods' 1-1 pitch. And that pitch is down low, ball two. Yeah, this inning, he hasn't had a great command of that off-speed pitch. Been able to throw his fastball for strikes, but he was so good there in the middle innings with that off-speed pitch for called strikes and leaving a higher spike in it in this inning. Two balls, one strike. One man out, one man in here for... St. Mary's in the top of the sixth. And Jordan Wood now steps off the mound. Now he'll set himself as Santini looks to be a fastball type hitter. Here's the pitch, and that is outside ball three. Laughlin uh, is uh, sat down. But uh, I think he's got to be ready. He was up for a while. Here's a 3-1 to Santini, and that ball is... He did check. He did ch- He did not check his uh, swing in time. He goes around, and the count goes full, 3-2. and two. Fortunate right there as the yeah, ball was right. way out of the zone. Good break right there. I wasn't sure the umpire was going to call it himself or if he's going to check down to first. Full count. Big pitch right here. Well, three balls, two strikes to count. And here is Wood's pitch. Just off the plate for ball four. Very close. So the runner comes in from third base. Base on uh, RBI. Looks like we got a pinch hitter too. Number 27 is coming in the game now. It looked like it was off the plate a little bit. You know, but he's been given that pitch off the plate on two strikes. 27 for St. Mary's is uh, Gabe Giassi, sophomore infielder. He'll bat from the right side. He's hitting for Connor Thane, the shortstop. Oh, Giassi, big kid. 6'3", 210 out of De La Salle High School in Alamo, California. And the Gales 
Now just a four-run deficit. Top of the order, due up next. One swing away, Brent. Here's the pitch. That one's over for a strike. Giassi, uh, nine at-bats is all this year. He's got three hits. Has an RBI. Has not started the ball game. So Gabe Giassi into the game. 0-1-1 the count, and here is the pitch. All fouled straight back, 0-2. A big count here. Pinch hitter coming in. they got the guy in there saying, okay, it's a big kid. Maybe get up in the air here and tie this game up. Got to minimize this inning right here with a big strikeout or a double play ball. No balls, two strikes to Giassi. We'll see if he comes in and takes over at short. And Jordan Wood looking for a strikeout right here. Here's the 0-2. Up high for a ball. Wood now approaching 100 pitches as he pitches here in the 6th. As Giassi, right on top of the plate, right-handed hitter. And here is Jordan Woods, 1-2. All popped straight back into the screen. Well, the weather has certainly changed, and so has this ball game. As the Cougars looked like they were going to blow it open in the bottom of the fifth, they only scored two. Great defensive play into the inning. And, uh, St. Mary's has come back with two more. They've got bases loaded, still one man out. And Jordan Wood, fly ball down the right field line. That's going to be out of play into the bullpen area of St. Mary's. Well, Jossie's coming in. He's battling. Borderline pitches. He's fouling away, hoping to see if Wood will make a mistake and he can hammer it. One and two again. Here's Wood. Here's the pitch. Up high for a ball. It goes fastball a little bit. See if he'll chase that pitch. Good eye by Jossie. Now you go to your best pitch right here. Go to your best pitch. Wood again. Long look in at uh, Noah Hill, his catcher. And here is Wood's 2-2 pitch. Fly ball down the left field line. That ball's going to be out of play. And you see the ball leave the bat, and you're just not sure exactly what kind of impact the wind's going to have on it. As soon as it went in the air, I'm like, where's it going? Where's it going? (laughs) Okay, that's foul. Two balls, two strikes. To Giassi. And Wood very working very deliberate on the hill here in the inning from the stretch. And the 2-2 pitch. 
That hit him. That is a curveball that Giassi hit him on the shoulder. So he's hit by a pitch, another RBI on for Giassi and uh, Mike Littlewood out. We are going to get a pitching change. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Now 9-6 to six now the score. A single and an error to start the inning. A sack fly and then a couple of hit batters, a walk and a single, and uh, St. Mary's has scored three. They've got the top of the order coming up, and they're only down three now, nine to six, on a night that uh, started out very well for the Cougars, and then the uh, storm blew in, no rain yet, but a lot of wind, and the Cougars uh, just have, uh, Jordan Wood in particular, a little bit of a tough luck inning there. Yeah, just... Wasn't crisp that inning, and nothing really went his way. He hit a couple of guys in air, and next thing you know, he gave up three runs. And, and now you got McLaughlin in facing Brannish, who just hit a home run his last at bat. The guy you don't want to see up right now. So McLaughlin into the ball game here in the top of the sixth inning. Reed McLaughlin, the freshman, been outstanding this year for BYU. A 2.21 earned run average, four wins, no losses. He's thrown 20 innings and given up 22, or has 22 strikeouts. And uh, Vranish, who was uh, one for three on the day, steps in. And McLaughlin looking for a ground ball right here. First pitch to Vranish is over for a call strike, 89 on the fastball. Yeah, get ahead of him. But you are, you're looking for the strikeout or ground ball to get out of this inning, to minimize this thing to only three runs. You know, Jordan, just after that infield single in the air, he just seemed like he, yeah. he, he wasn't himself. Which is not typical of him. Usually he bear down, but it just didn't work out for him this outing today. 0-1 the count. Here's the pitch from McLaughlin, and that pitch is fouled off. Good pitch right in on the handle. And Vranish, all he could do was, was foul it off. Again, 89 on the fastball there by Reed McLaughlin. A big pitch right here. Go to your best. Don't waste it. Strike him out or get his ground ball double play right here. McLaughlin. There's a ball hit right back to McLaughlin. Home for one. Throw to first. In time for the double play. McLaughlin comes in, does the job. It's big time. That's one big time. One to two to three. And the double playoff Vranish, 9-6 the score. Cougars lead after five and a half on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Well, Brock Hale will take come to the plate after St. Mary scored three in the top of the sixth inning. Boy, the Cougars really need to battle back here and answer that. New pitcher for uh, St. Mary's 19, uh, Jonathan Buckley. He comes into the ball game. Uh, Buckley, 5.29 earned run average. This is his eighth appearance. He has started three games for the um, Gales. He's thrown 17 innings, given up 16 hits. 20 strikeouts in those 17 innings. So Buckley on, and he will face Brock Hale. That's one thing if you look at every single one of the pitchers on their staff, bullpen and everything, 
is they strike out more batters than innings pitched. They're a, they want to strike you out. That's what they, they don't pitch to contact. They pitch to strike out. Like you said, you really need to answer right here, that three spot. Buckley, 6'4", 225-pound right-handed senior out of Chino, California. The first pitch inside, ball one off, speed pitch. Nine six Cooper's nine runs twelve hits the Gale six runs on six base hits curveball up high like number five is taken over at shortstop that's a Gio Diaz for Thane so Diaz at short as Thane was pinch hit for and Gale um, swings and misses at a breaking pitch two and one. Yeah, 2-0 count. You think you'll see a fastball, and it comes with a slider running away. What a great job by McLaughlin to get to Ranish, one of the better hitters on this team, to a weak ground out. That was a huge. He got in those hands right there, jammed him. Was able to. There's a little spin on that ball. Was able to field it clean. Good throw to Noah, and Noah threw it in time. Sue, fantastic job keeping yeah. his foot on the bag to get out of that, that inning. Noah's throw a little bit high, but Sue was able to go up and make the play. The... 3-1 pitch over for call, strike two. Yeah, 3-2 count. He's going to want to go that slider. He doesn't want to go to fastball here. They kind of pitch like 3-2's 0-2. That's what their pitching staff likes to do. Another breaking pitch. This is down low. Gets away from the catcher, and Brock Hale will work his way down to first base with a walk. He's got two home runs in the game, four RBIs. And that's going to bring Jackson Clough to the plate. Clough singled in the first, doubled in the third. And grounded out in the fourth. Yeah, it's a good start to the inning when you want to come back and answer. So Jackson Clough, the sophomore. Hitting 356 as he steps in, one of the leading Cougar hitters, and he pops it up. Foul out of play, straight back. Well, once the, the Gales got kind of back in the game, I thought they'd almost thrown in the towel when they brought in uh, yeah, Doherty. But then when they came back and scored three, they said, hey, we're still in this thing. And so they bring in the, the, the new pitcher. And the 0-1 pitch is outside for a ball. So I was saying we were getting gusts up to 25 miles an hour there for a while. It was really coming. Buckley, the senior, right-hander, and here is the 1-1 pitch. Way outside, ball two. Looks like he's almost trying to turn that pitch over to the lefty. Doesn't look like a change, almost looks like a screwball. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Miss, missing badly. Yeah. Catcher had to stand up. When you stand up into the other batter's box, you know that's a big miss. Two balls and a strike. Swing and a miss. Two and two, the count, 86 on the fastball. Yeah, fastball kind of running away right there that Jackson swung through. Now you got a battle with two strikes, huge four holes open with them playing double play depth and the runner at first being held on. Clough steps back in. And the pitch way outside again for ball three. You think now if you're Jackson, you just sit dead red because every time he's been trying to throw that breaking ball, he's missed clearly away. 
Again, Clough. Brock uh, Hale, pretty good lead at first base. There he goes. Three, two pitches over for a strike, and Hale slides into second base, and he is called out. So a strike him out, throw him out right there by the Gales. Yeah, and that fastball was a strike right on the corner. I thought Brock beat it out. I think he got got him. He did, yeah. Barely got him. Good throw there by Santini. Double play, and Austin Deming now steps in. First pitch, slider over for call, strike one. All the momentum is definitely shifted in this ballgame away from BYU. Pitch to Deming is uh, outside. Cougars with five in the first, two in the second, one in the fourth and fifth. St. Mary's with two in the first, one in the fifth, and three in the sixth. And the Cougars hanging on to that three-run lead. There's a fastball over for a strike. Well, like you said, the momentum has really shifted. You need Reed to go back out there in the bottom of the sixth, seventh, sorry, top of the seventh here and, and put up a zero. Really nice to see if Deming can just get under a ball here. That's outside for ball two. Wind has uh, dropped considerably, still blowing kind of toward right center field. Center fielder Ryan Novus way out there, just short of the track. Right fielder about the same position, very deep. 2-2 pitch, Deming swings and misses, goes down on strikes. And the Cougars retired here in the sixth. No runs, hits, or errors. We're through six complete now. 9-6, Cougars continue to lead on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. 